0: Hello. Hello. What did I just watch? <laughs> I mean, right? I I don't. I know we said we were gonna go like section by section with a plot and everything, but I I I we're we're still gonna go, you know, from beginning to end. I just what. I will
1: say watching it a second time, it makes a lot more sense. I mean, it still doesn't make sense, but it makes a lot more than it did before.
0: I mean, it was like 40 minutes or more into the movie, and I was still writing for like a third or fourth time. What is this movie about? (laughs) Welcome, everyone,
1: to Jupiter Ascending.
0: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I don't even it had it was such a big budget film, too. all those effects they had so much money and so such amazing actors
1: okay so i will I will go ahead and run through the plot really fast, as I can remember <laughs> okay, so we meet a girl. her name is Jupiter because her father um was obsessed with like stargazing, and she was born you know. In the astrology sign that she, that meant she was destined for great things, right? Not sure why that's important, but that's how the movie starts. And turns out that she like uh, is an illegal alien in America because she was born on a ship and her parents came here illegally or her mom did after her father was killed.
0: Sorry, she starts off by the way saying that she's an alien and so I, I knew this was a sci-fi film with aliens in it. So I was like okay she knows she's an alien because she literally says I'm an alien and we see space right? As she says she's an alien and then it turns out when she meant alien she didn't mean from another planet alien she meant as in she was not born in the country in which she now resides. But right. they showed space when she said that. <laughs> What is this movie? <laughs> Sorry. I didn't I, I I it was meant to be a note, but I wanted to throw it in there for people being like, why are we using such a specific phrase? I guess for because she, that's how she described, she literally described herself. She said it in the movie as that she's an illegal alien, but she said she was an alien first with space behind her saying that, and then she's like technically an illegal alien. It was weird.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. But the introductions in this movie are <laughs> bad. We're, we're just going to go with bad <laughs> is the word. Um, so anyway, so once we meet her, um, we find out that, yeah, she, she hates her life because she cleans toilets for a living. And that's pretty much all we learn about her at that point, except for the fact that she doesn't have a lot of money. Her uncle doesn't pay her enough. And so she wants to buy a telescope because her dad was obsessed with studying the stars and he actually died trying to save the telescope from robbers. So she wants to buy a telescope. So her cousin convinces her to sell her eggs to a fertility bank in order to get them the money that she needs for this telescope. So while she's cleaning one of the houses, she's with a friend and this friend is um, she? She used her friend's name as a uh, alias at the fertility bank. So while she's at the friend's house, aliens attack the friend, and she gets a picture of the aliens attacking the friend. And then all of a sudden, everything changes and it goes back to normal. And she can't remember why she has a picture of aliens on her phone. Then she goes to the clinic to have her eggs harvested. (laughs) And while in there, she gets strapped down. Turns out the people that are doing it are aliens. Then this guy busts in and he saves her from the aliens. And later she wakes up, finds out that somebody put a bounty out on her head and it was one of the aliens like overlord people. I don't remember what their name is. Abraxas. There's this Abraxas family that somebody is trying to kill her <clears throat> one of the siblings was trying to kill her and one of the siblings hired him to bring her to him right okay. so she goes with this guy because it's janning tatum and who wouldn't go with him and uh they actually get the aliens that had attacked her before attack them again and they fight for like 12 billion hours and destroy the city and then they are leaving and he for some reason decides not to take her to the man that hired him but to his friend's house while at his friend's house she learns that channing tatum whose name is kane is a half wolf a ha- uh runt of the litter and lives alone and also tore someone's throat out and that's and he got um court-martialed because of it. And he got his friend who they're now asking for help court-martialed as well. Still with me. Then they get attacked by the people that are trying to kill her and the police. And this other group of hunters who were also hired to kill her are there. They take out everybody else and take her betraying all of their friends that are trying to kill her. Take her to the sister, of, remember there's three siblings that are the Abraxas family, take her to the sister. The sister explains to her that if you go in this certain bath that they have, you become young again. And she is the reincarnation of their, of their mother. Right? So now she knows that she's the reincarnation of her mother. She knows that um, people use planets as currency and stockholding type things like uh property to make a elixir that makes you young again and then wolf guy who's channing Tatum his name is Kane comes in rescues her from the sister even though the sister wasn't really hurting her and takes her to the space alien galaxy version of the DMV where they go through a bunch of paperwork to basically have her legally state that she is who she, that she is the reincarnated mother of these three really, really powerful aliens. And when she does that, she now is the owner of the earth because herself, the, before she was reincarnated wrote in her will that the earth went to her reincarnated itself. So now she owns the earth yay well the guy the one son is still trying to kill her and then the son that hired kane kidnapped her and then he tells her that the elixir that they get from planets is actually from people and so they kill people like they take out an entire planet to kill people To make the elixir that makes them young again. That's why they're so rich. Is because they have this healing. Regenerative. um, Elixir. That they make from people. And. He says he wants to stop doing that. And that his mother wanted to stop doing that. So now that she is. Reincarnated and owns the earth. She should marry him. And that way. He won't lose his inheritance. And. She'll be protected. So they're going to get married. So they try to get married. Once again, Wolf Boy comes in, smashes and saves her. Turns out he didn't actually want to marry her so that he could stop what was happening. He wanted to marry her and then kill her because once they were married, he would get property, which means he would get the earth. So then she finally gets to go home and she gets Wolf Guy reinstated. And everything looks like it's going to be fine. Except for the fact that the other brother kidnapped her family. And now she has to go and deal with the other brother. And it turns out the other brother actually killed the mom. And is going to kill her family if she doesn't give him the earth. So she's about to give him the earth. Once again, Wolf Boy comes in, smashes everything and rescues her family and her And there's a big old firefight that lasts forever. And the oldest brother dies. They are rescued. She finally gets to go home. Her family is back together. They love her so much. They buy her the telescope that she's been trying to save up for. And she's in love with Wolf Guy. And that's the end of the movie. She owns the Earth. Oldest brother who's trying to kill her throughout the whole movie is dead. The other two siblings are just hanging out. That's it. That is that is what happens in that movie. This is the second time that I've watched this movie, and it took me a lot of concentration to figure out what was happening. And I had to ignore a lot of things because they throw out so many new terms. Like, seriously, keepers, yes. shadows, recurrences, and agie, entitled. Like, so many words that you're supposed to try and remember. And it's just like, okay, don't pay attention to that. Don't pay attention to that. That never comes up again. That's not important. Like, oh my gosh.
0: When you watch it for the first I mean, time, like me, I thought everything they said was important. So I was trying to hold on to everything they said. And that didn't work <laughs> because it was a lot of it never came up again. And so I was holding on to all this unnecessary information, which was a lot of it for nothing and so i that's why i was more confused i can see why watching it a second time would help because you know what to ignore but the fact that like you have to purposely ignore what they decided to put into the movie is only one of the missed opportunities they have don't put things (laughs) in that people purposely have to ignore to understand your movie don't put anything in That will not help people understand your movie or confuse them more.
1: It was a very convoluted way to tell a not super complicated story. (laughs) But like even from the very beginning, the very first scene is her explaining how her parents met and then why her name is Jupiter. And they have this whole scene about her parents. Yeah. Other than the telescope, which doesn't actually play any role other than showing her family, like showing that her family really cares about her and loves her. Other than that, there is no point to seeing her father. There is no point to seeing her father die. There is no point to seeing them meet and talk about why her name is Jupiter. Like you could just Yeah. Like she could have just voiced that over and been like, My father died and but he wanted to name me Jupiter. <laughs> like so my mother named me Jupiter. Like that was that that was all you needed. And it's weird that it at first it shows her. And then immediately after it shows like her parents, it shows the um, Abraxas children on a planet that has been harvested. And that planet, you know, so there's nobody there. It's just like buildings that are now completely vacant. And they're talking about harvesting and they're talking about, you know, one of them is doing really well and one of them is failing. And then he's like, oh, mother had a, a property. What was it called? earth you know like what was this planet called you know so their introduction like that whole conversation didn't really have a whole lot to do with them and it didn't make any sense because at the very beginning of the movie you don't know who they are you don't know what they're doing and there's a lot of talk but it's not explained super well so their introduction I feel like was in a weird (laughs) spot Yeah. And her introduction was in a weird spot. And and then it goes back to her and her waking up and saying she hates her life. And that's her introduction. And then it shows him, uh, Chang Tatum's character whose name is Kane Wise. And Kane, it shows like these bounty hunters are like, Oh, there's this I've heard this rumor about this bounty hunter who used to be part of the Legion, which is like the army. <clears throat> and uh, he can, like, do no wrong. He's this amazing, resourceful uh bounty hunter now. And they think that it must be him because he has these boots that are, like, kind of standard issue for the Legion, I guess. I don't know. For some reason, they recognize his boots. And then he, like, defeats them and gets away from them really quickly. And so you're like, oh, so he's really awesome. But that was his introduction. And then you go back to her... it was was just really confusing because you didn't know why they were looking for her. They didn't know who... And it doesn't explain who they were looking for because it says, they talk about, oh, this girl checked into a clinic and this is her name. And it's her friend's name, not her name. Yeah. And so... And then it shows her with her friends and that's... And so it's like... But then her friend gets attacked by the aliens and they shoot her with this gun and it turns red. And then... The whole thing with the picture happened. Yeah, like it was really confusing. The whole, the introductions of this movie were really confusing. And I think that if that had been cleaned up a little bit, it would have helped the movie so much. If we just started out with her giving a little voiceover of, you know, this is who I am, blah, 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 you know. And then it went into her life and we saw her life. And we were just introduced to her life. And then later we were introduced to him. He explained the situation. He explained who people were. And then after we had that explanation, we, were, we gave, blah, they gave faces to the names that he had given. And we got an introduction to the three siblings. That's the way I would have done it had I been doing this movie. Like I would have done her introduction, completed it, done his introduction, completed it, And then done their introduction and completed it you know what i mean like so you knew who all the players were
0: yeah rather than trying to figure
1: out who the players were as you were skipping around
0: yeah and cut out the scene with her mother and father at the beginning because it was unnecessary um yeah i would have cut that out completely yeah because the scenes weren't bad like the introductions as introductions weren't like these horrible introductions but the order was horrible So you just have to kind of flip it around. And it was in pieces because it would like introduce her and then it would go to someone else. And then it would come back to her and go to someone else, come back to her. And you were still in her introduction this whole time. One of my notes, probably about 20 to 30 minutes into the movie, I was just like, they're doing way too many introductions. I'm so there's too many characters and too many plot lines that they have introduced. And I still don't know what the movie is about at like 30 minutes in
1: yeah well and then like he saves her from the aliens at the clinic and then she wakes up and and she does this throughout like the entire movie she'll wake up wearing different clothes (laughs) and so she wakes up and she's wearing her clothes instead of the hospital gown and she has like shoes on and socks on like she is fully clothed she had a tank uh a tank top on and then a button-up shirt on (laughs) like fully clothed and she like wakes up and she's like my clothes and he's like well you were wearing that hospital gown and she's like I don't want to (laughs) know like and then all of a sudden she um he tells her kind of I don't know the acting choices in that scene from Channing Tatum were a little off they weren't bad they just were kind of off because I don't know. He kind of loses his cool and he's like, okay, we were trained for this. And when I was in the Legion and then he tries to explain to her some stuff and he drops a bunch of terminology that nobody has any idea. And it's not important because it never comes up again. (laughs) And then like, she's like, well, what if I don't go with you? And I was like, wait a second. Did he say he needed her to go with, like what happened to this conversation? (laughs) And she's like, I'm going to go with you. And it's like, go with him. Where? Like, he just explained that somebody hired him to come get you. So is that where she's going? I don't know. That con- There wasn't enough information. Like, even though he spouted out a lot of terminology, there wasn't a lot of information in that conversation to explain what needed to happen. Yeah. Like, and we, I- need, like I- we need to go to see this guy that hired me. You know, or we need to go and do this and we need, you need to do that. Like there was never a moment of, okay, this is the plan now. This is where we're going. And so they have like, she's getting on a sh- a spaceship and like stepping out of a window to get onto a spaceship to go with this person who sh- saved her from aliens and then put clothes on her. And that's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> That's all the convincing that you need. Like you didn't. I feel like she should have been freaking out a little bit more.
0: <laughs> and... I
1: but not in that movie. Okay. Sorry. I have a commentary of. Did you. Do you know how hot Channing Tatum is? Of course you would go with him. But in that movie. He doesn't look that hot. <laughs> because they put. Okay. I know what they put. I've seen the movie. <laughs> okay. He's a dog. He's supposed to be a dog. He's supposed he's, to be a splice. He's barf from space balls. That's what he is. He's supposed to be a wolf <laughs> and a human uh, spliced together. But he doesn't look like that. He looks... And he's born an albino. Like, Stinger explains that he was an albino pup and he was the runt of the litter. He does not look it's like albino. No. He has, like blondish dyed hair that makes him look like a goat because he has a goatee (laughs) and he looks like he looks i i know he looks like a goat with
0: pointy ears yep so here's the thing in any other movie this is most likely how it would have gone down you're hired to get someone and bring them back to you like a bounty hunter you get them you put them on your spaceship and you start going back to the person who hired you. Instead, he keeps her in this building. They have a really weird conversation in which very little actual pertinent information is exchanged. He waits for her to say that she's coming with him. By the way, he put a gun beside her and like let her point it at him and like everything, which I'm sure he had a contingency for if like she actually tried to shoot him and whatnot. Um... But that's just kind of weird because you would expect him to put on her sh- on his ship and explain everything on the way to meet his boss and then like aliens attack. But no, they walk out of the window out of this 100 story off the one f- hundredth floor, excuse me, of this building that he kept her in and apparently waited for her permission to take her, which is very nice of him to wait for permission from her, but weird that she gave it to him in that span of time. With no explanation. And as they step foot, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no explanation. So nice of her to just agree to be kidnapped. They step onto the invisible spaceship, and then the attack happens, followed by one of the longest action sequences ever, ever, ever created.
1: Okay, I love action sequences, and Thanks. I was really excited for this, like, spot, because I was like, oh, because I always think that a fight scene should have, or any scene should have more than two purposes, right? So, yes. in this scene, we, we we see how amazing Kane is. Like, he's very resourceful. He uses their ship against them, and he, um, we get to see him catch her like when she's falling so like we get to see his boots in action his boots are like hover boots kind of they you can um surf gravity you can't go up very high but it makes going down really easy so they're kind of like roller skates for air you know and we get to see them work some really cool stuff so it explains the technology that he has it explains that he can catch her when she's falling and it explains that he is really resourceful I got that in about 30 seconds. And the fight goes on for like five minutes. (laughs) Like, oh, it was so long. And it's just him like beating them. She falls and then he catches her and then him beating them. And then she falls and he catches her and then him beating them. And then she falls and he catches her. And it just (laughs) kept going on.
0: It's as, as like, though they filmed a bunch of these. It's as though they filmed a bunch of these sequences saying, okay, we have to have him beating them and him catching her, but we don't know what we want that to look like. So we'll just film a bunch and then we'll just choose one, maybe two. And then they were like, no, never mind, we'll just throw them all in, just in case people don't understand that he's beating them and that he she he can catch her when she falls. Like, seriously, they just used all of them. And <laughs> it was
1: like, and Ha- they had to destroy the city because they wanted to show the technology, which never actually comes into play any other time than when he's explaining that they have technology that can fix the city really fast. And they have technology to make people forget, which we already knew because of the whole um, aliens attacking her friend thing. It was way too long. <laughs> and and then he like sets her down and she's perfectly fine, she has no, you know, air sickness from being tossed around for an hour. Um, they steal a car and they're driving and she's like, so you're taking me to, um, his uh, Titus, you're taking me to Titus now. And he's like, no. And then it doesn't explain anything else. And we go and we meet Stinger and I love Stinger and I love like, so we just spent an hour learning about how Kane is really awesome. And then he just totally gets the crap beat out of him by Stinger, who's his friend, and is just beating him up in the lawn <laughs> like for again too long. But it was really funny. I liked that scene. Cause it was just like we just watched him like defeat aliens and like fly all over the city and blow up stuff. And then his friend just fistfights him to the ground like three times.
0: And also might, while I did enjoy that, you know, it showed that he wasn't I was gonna say bulletproof, but that's not completely like unbeatable and that his friend is awesome for being able to take him down some of the effects like they used effects during just a simple f- fist fight scene yeah like low motion effects at odd times which is really weird to watch okay so i have a few notes about <laughs> i have a lot of notes um I don't know if it was like this for you, Taya, but for me, the action was really, really loud and the dialogue was soft. So I would literally go go between like 60 on my TV for dialogue and then have to go all the way down to 15 for the action because it yeah, just was, was such. So they did way too soft dialogue. They have a lot of characters who whisper their lines, which is fine if you make the whispers audible. Mm -hmm. But even their normal talking was way too soft, like everything, all their dialogue was way, way too soft. And their action in comparison was way too loud. Um, Before we know that these aliens are human, which is part of the whole, like they say, Singer explains that the human race did not begin on Earth. It began on another planet that I can't remember the name of. It's not even important, but the human race basically is throughout the whole universe, not just on Earth. Before we know that, we hear the aliens Yeah, the aliens, the siblings use the words like humane, which I thought mm-hmm. was weird. So I wrote that as a no, only to find out later they're human, so they would of course know and use that word. But I thought it was really weird at the time for that to happen before we had an explanation. or even in that same scene to have an explanation see a lot of different terms we talked about the weird effects during the fight and then when she's talking to stinger so he and stinger fight and then the bees like surround her because their stinger has a house that is just he has honeycombs hanging everywhere inside outside the house he has a field beautiful wild flowers all around his house so he has like thousands and thousands of bees there right and they all kind of just flock around her. And, like, as she moves, they move with her. And they don't sting her. And they're, like, it's supposed to be this really cool thing. And then he calls her Your Majesty. And she's just, like, cool. And then, like, everyone starts calling her Your Majesty. And she's just – she still keeps sw- – so Stinger tells her the bees will never sting her because she's royal. Which, by the way, I've never been stung by a bee. So apparently I'm now a royal, too and queen of the universe i own the earth you're welcome because that's apparently the qualification (laughs) that we're going with here if you've never been stung by a bee you are royalty sorry this whole movie just weirded me out so i'm trying to so even after he tells her that the bees will never sting her and she experiences them like following her arm and like being around her and not harming her she still swats away the bees Um, We forgot to do a little disclaimer at the beginning, but we can mention it now, and people will just find out now. We typically try to stay with family-friendly things, and just because everyone's values and opinions on family-friendly are different, this movie does have some cussing and some partial nudity in it. Yeah, it is. It's
1: PG-13, so, you know, (laughs) B-13. And be aware
0: that it is definitely PG-13. Yeah, it does not shy away from that. The action, I would say, is not horribly graphic, but it is long. Yeah. But yeah, there's S words. I think maybe one B word, I think, and maybe not. I can't remember. But And you see someone's backside. So just be aware. Um, yeah. I was in the middle of saying something. Oh, I will continue with my thoughts. So... Mila Kunis's character, Jupiter, has known Kane, Channing Tatum's character, for not even like a day. We say at this point, not yet 24 hours. They've had one very confusing conversation total. Um, well, no, sorry, two, because they had one in the car. They've had two very confusing conversations <laughs> total. Um, and then a very long fight sequence in between. They show up to Stinger's house. Kane goes to get grab some weapons, Stinger, and she asks Stinger, hey, what's wrong with him? He seems different than usual. But, She's
1: like, ever since we he got here, he's been, I don't know, different. And it's like, you've known him for like two hours. Yeah,
0: that's what I thought. Down. I'm like, you don't know him. What if well, the way he was acting with you was unusual? And the way he's acting now is as usual. You don't know they, it's so weird because it's like they speed up and forget, this whole movie, overarchingly, archingly, overarchingly, they forego any character development for action sequences. And plot development, yeah. like explaining the plot, actually having the moments you need to further plot for action sequences that are way too long, and therefore bore you, because action sequences that go on for too long Four people.
1: I agree. I think, like, they, if they would have taken out like a uh, half or more of that fight and actually spent it on the two of them um, getting to know each other or having some sort of connection or some sort of anything, really, like they have like one moment where they're like stepping out and he like holding her. Yeah. <clears throat> That's kind of flirty, you know, like they their faces get a little too close. She's like holding him a little too tight and it's like awkward. And that's, like, the only, um, like, tension that we see between them. And they don't have, like, any in-depth conversation. There's no time lapse that shows that they've been together for a long time. Nothing. Like, and so when she is noticing that he's acting weird. And then she's learning about him from Stinger. Who, Stinger is the person that has known him for a really long time. And he's giving, like, this voice. You know, he's talking to her. And then it kind of shows Stinger playing with this gun, and it's like... Kane he, he was had, playing with a gun. Yeah, Kane playing with the gun, and, like, he's explaining to her everything, and he's like, yeah, he has problems with elites or entitled. That's what they're called. He, he has problems with entitled people, which is, like, a title, not entitled people. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> like, he has a problem with them. Basically, because, nobility. Um, no, he has a problem with, like, yeah. nobility.
1: And he basically he bit someone he ripped the guy's throat out and she's like oh wow that's why did he do it and he's like i don't know but i felt responsible so i took responsibility for it and i got uh, court martialed as well basically so all she knows about this guy is like four hours of him saving her life and then he also and she knows that he was paid to find her And she knows that he has killed someone who just happens to be the same type of someone that she just found out she was. Because, you know, the whole bees bowing to her will makes her royalty. He doesn't like royalty. And he killed a royal and nobody knows why. Including one of his best friends and his, like, ranking officer. And so that's what she knows about this guy. (laughs) And yet, and yet, we get the most awkward, like, try to seduce someone love scene ever. Oh my gosh! The the any romantic moment in this movie is the awkwardest
0: thing ever because there's no foundation for it. Pretty it, much, he never gets an explanation, but she never confronts him. Never gets an explanation from him, which means we, as an audience, still get an explanation. The most we got from Stinger was, I don't know, maybe it's something in his genetic code. Like that's all we well, get. He does explain. She does confront
1: him and ask him about it, and then he just says, "I don't even remember doing it." Like, what? <laughs> like, I don't you even remember that. Yeah. It's, I don't well, it's during, that. It's during the I Love Dog scene. So that's pretty much oh what gosh. you take out of
0: that. Yeah. That was so she, awesome. That was bordering on bestiality. <laughs> because, funny. so she comes on to him, and not just, like, in a flirty, like, I want to explore this way, but, like, I am falling for you. I always fall for the wrong person. I'm like, girl... When did you even have time to fall for him? You haven't. You have no reason to fall for him in any way unless you like murderers. And he's like, I'm half dog because his genetics were spliced. Or sorry, his DNA was spliced with that of a wolf-like creature, he said. So he's half dog. And she's like, I've always loved dogs. I'm like, is that what you're attracted to about him? Because at this point, there's nothing else that that points yeah. to you being in any way interested so is it just like there you is like so dogs because that's weird.
1: there is so much wrong with that <laughs> scene okay so just okay so at this point in the movie this is after she's kidnapped by the sister and he comes and breaks her out and they're going towards the dmv thing so she just full-on is coming on to him and okay i just have to say she's talking about how she's like because he says i don't know people think it's genetic and that's why i bit that person and killed that person's my genetics or whatever and she's like well maybe there's something wrong with my genetics i always fall for the guys who are wrong for me and just my compass just points it's broken it points to mr wrong and first of all we have not seen that because we have no indication of any of her relationships at all. We learned about her family. We didn't learn about her relationships. So we don't know that. And then she is telling him that she like her compass is always pointing wrong while she's trying to like hit on him. And okay, just advice, ladies, if you want to hit on someone or if you are interested in someone, don't tell them that you are always attracted to losers because you're just calling them a loser. And that's yeah. not okay. Like, and even if you're trying to be like, well, I'm usually attracted to losers and hopefully you're not a loser. Like, it's still insulting. Don't do it. Like, you know, like it just, just don't talk about it. Don't, don't point that out. Don't say that while you're trying to seduce someone. <laughs> just putting that out into the world. Yeah, that's what um, you say if you're trying to get them away from you. Yeah, like I'm always attracted to the wrong guy. I'm, and then she's like, I don't know nuzzling up to him and like I'm just ugh. and then she's like and then he says I probably have more in common with the family dog than I do with you and she's like I love dogs I've always loved dogs and then he's like okay and then he leaves and then he's and then she is like self aware of how stupid that was to say and she's like I love dogs like and so it's like they're trying to make it seem like we're self-aware that this was a bad this was a really horrible situation and this was super awkward so it's like they're admitting it but they're not admitting it fully as to how bad it was like I don't know it was really awkward and very uncomfortable yes
0: and just out of the blue completely and utterly out of the blue and this is the week by the way for just things I'm watching where they just throw this romance at you with no foundation and I'm just really sick of it because we were yeah. watching this show and they had this romance come up between these two characters where there was none before. And I'm just, and I was like, no, I was like, why? Like everyone knows like the basic principles of like setting up romance. I can't believe this show did that. No way anyone else would do that. And then I watched this and I'm like, even, even stories based on love at first sight have moments of connection, have moments where, like, you can see why they fall for each other. And, you know, not learning that the person you fall for is a murderer who gives you no explanation. Like, it wasn't... He doesn't say it it was self-defense and it just got twisted around. Like, he just says, I don't remember doing it. Maybe it's my genetic code. So maybe it's my genetic code to kill you, too.
1: Like, Yeah, it just... (sighs) Honestly, it just kind of makes it, there is not, okay. I just got to ask if there is a book. There is not a book. There is no, no um, this was written as an original screenplay. So there's no source material for this. So there was no reason that he had to be an albino. There's no reason that any characters had to be a specific way to try and be true to the original story. This was the original story. Like this was planned. <laughs> Um, it yeah. is written by the two women who wrote The Matrix. And so they.
0: So these. He's um, just bringing so you on we... at this point. I want to hear what he's saying. All I hear is mumbling. This is my brother
1: Heath, everybody.
0: Hola.
1: And so what were you saying? So I was saying that it was that these women were the people that wrote The Matrix. And so they were given a big budget because they had success with weird stories. But what made The Matrix so good wasn't so much the writing as the fact that it was
0: a completely revolutionary way of doing filmmaking. The producers made The Matrix, not the writing you hear that? I heard most of that the produce it was the, the production the way the movie was made. Um, so it was the producers was, more than the writers. They bought
1: I think it was like 500 still frame cameras to make one 5 second scene in the movie and no one had ever done anything like that before. And the way they shot the pictures, the way they made people Move. It was it was all the production value that made the matrix what it was and the phenomenon
0: that it was. Half the people I know that love the movie don't know what the story is about. They just know that the movie was fantastic.
1: <laughs> so yeah, um, but I I truly believe that that is why they got such a big budget for it. It was a very risky move for the um, production company, and this movie um, did not make what it.
0: What didn't make its budget back no. no not at all nowhere near it I <laughs> if I had paid to watch this movie I would have sat through it but I wouldn't have been happy about it I would be there just because I paid <laughs> to see it but watching it if it were not for the podcast and I literally wrote this note right after is after my note about wait he's half albino where does that come in why where is he albino like Almost after right after that I said if I was not watching this for podcast purposes I would stop watching it (laughs) period like I would have turned it off and like never wanted to keep watching and that's sad because it has Eddie Redmayne in it who I love I think he's a fantastic actor i love watching him work and so if you're gonna take me away from a movie that has mayla kunis channing tatum the guy who played boromir whose name i can't remember and sean bean sean Sean bean Bean. who did not die by the way (laughs) i was waiting for it (laughs) not excitedly just he dies in a lot of movies um but sean bean and eddie redmayne in it and you're taking me away like that is i was so bored because there was no reason for me to keep there, going. I mean, they they gave me nothing to pull pull me into the story to intrigue me. And it was just like eh. This is maybe an hour <laughs> or so into the movie. Yeah.
1: It's about forty-five minutes into the movie when they get to Stinger's house. Because it was like it was still explaining it was still introducing who Kane was. And we were forty five <laughs> minutes into the movie. <laughs> and it was just like really we're still getting introduced to random new words. We're still getting introduced to new terminology. We're still getting, like, for how much, like, new um, verb vocabulary they stuck in this movie, they should have had, like, a series, you know, like, it needed to be, like, a trilogy or something to get all of this stuff in there. And a lot of, so much of it never came to fruition. Like, none of it mattered after a while. Like, learning um, the name of the police was important yes but knowing what they called earth people wasn't important knowing like so many different things what who the keepers were that didn't that made no impact on the story <laughs> like once he, they leave earth they're not part of it anymore so you don't need that knowledge anymore so yeah this story was told really badly <laughs> yeah they were just they spent too much time introducing things that didn't need to be introduced that they were 45 minutes in still introducing one of their main characters. Like he is a main character, the two of them.
0: (laughs) And, and I, so that was really, and I still feel at the end of the movie, I still feel like I don't know them. I feel like I know Eddie Redmayne's character better than anyone else in the movie, which is Lord Balaam. I feel like he's the one that I know. I'm not saying I'm happy about it. I'm not saying there's a whole lot there to his character, but at the end I could point to, him and be like, I feel like I know him, his motive his motivations, his like way of going about and doing things and why. And I still feel like I I barely know Kane or Jupiter or even Stinger because he mostly explains about Kane and then he's in a bunch of action scenes. Okay. So
1: there was a couple of CGI <laughs> moments. One particular when um she goes to when she's kidnapped by the first hunters and goes to the sister's house yeah and she wakes up in pretty like floral dress like super long dress and um once again she wakes up wearing a different pair of clothes and um he and then uh kane comes in and we see like the city and it's like this really really bad cgi (laughs) of this cityscape and of, like, the palace where she's at. And I'm, like, you just spent so much money and all that CGI for the action scene. That you don't... Like, you can't even do, like, a normal landscape. <laughs> like, it just needs to be a building. And it's because they, like, spent so much on the action scenes that were way too long. That, yeah, her... The sister's house looked really,
0: really CGI. And it was not great. Yeah. Also, I don't understand... I, I still don't fully understand the sister's want for kidnapping her and keeping her there. At first, I thought it was to protect her because she knew her brothers were going to kill her. Maybe that still wasn't her motivation through the movie. But it's just like she goes there. she's not does not appear to be in any danger other than the sister just not telling her what they harvest, like what they harvest to get the stuff. She just knows it's from planets she doesn't know it's people so she just shows her you can be young again and but she doesn't seem to be a danger to her at all and then as you said Kane comes right. and quote unquote rescues her but the sister was gonna take her to the police anyway so she just ends up at the police either way
1: so what happened was, and I, I did not realize this the first time I watched it. I only realized it when I was watching it the second time for the podcast. So the there's a bounty hunter. There's um, a, this like big black guy. And then there's this girl with um, big purple uh, hair. Yes. Those are bounty hunters, right? So they were working for um Balaam, Balaam whatever, the older yep. brother, Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> They were working for him, and they were supposed to capture her and kill yes. her because he owns the earth right now. If she dies, he still owns it. So they were supposed to capture her and kill her. They decide not to, and they take her, and they betray him to get to the sister and take her to the sister instead. So the sister did save her life. Yes. By, like, the hunters betraying them. So sh- the sister wants her to be alive. Yes. Because all like she has no plan to get the earth from the sister or from the reincarnation of her mother, she just wants to make sure that um, that her brother doesn't have the earth anymore, and that is her only motivation. And then as soon as we leave her, she is completely obsolete to the yeah, rest of the movie. Anything. She's like, not
0: there. She doesn't show up again with her own people, like trying to save the reincarnation of her mother. No. Like I thought, I, I did understand that the the, the bounty hunters betrayed Balaam to take her to Kaliq or Khalik, Yeah. I understood that part. I just didn't understand because like Kane came and rescued her and like, it was seen as a rescue and all this stuff. And I was like, but where's the, the, where's the danger. And then when she wasn't in danger from her at all, I was like, okay, she'll come back later and like help them. But we never see her again. I think they mentioned her one more time after that. So that was completely pointless they could have left that out completely and it would not have changed the trajectory of the movie in my opinion like they could have just yeah. yeah there's so
1: much in this movie that that never comes to fruition like we never see the sister again once titus is done we never see him again it's like they they go to the sister they go to titus and at least like she actually is rescued from Titus. He actually did have an evil plot. The sister didn't really have a plot. She just wanted to kind of explain a little bit to the mom so the mom kind of understood. Like, so that Jupiter kind of understood stuff, and that was it. She didn't have... She, as creepy as she was, didn't have an an ulterior motive like the brothers did. And, I mean, her motive was obviously... To get Jupiter to claim her rightful title, so that her brother lost control of the Earth, because that made her richer than her brother. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty much her entire motivation was basically make sure that Jupiter gets to the DMV type place. <laughs> like that's all. <laughs> that was her entire motivation through the entire movie, and that was all she got. And as soon as that was done, her part was completely obsolete. And then we move on. We just forget about her and we move on. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I was still confused as to when, because what happens is um, Titus attacks uh, and kidnaps both after the DMV stuff. So she officially has the title. She is officially the owner of the earth. She is now an entitled. She's Royal, everything like that. Titus comes in and kidnaps her and Kane and then so mad at Kane for betraying him but I don't understand when he did that by not she- taking her
0: directly to him I guess but he couldn't have she was kidnapped by the sister I understand but maybe he was bad that he didn't-, he didn't take her from the sister to him instead of to the DMV place it doesn't make sense because for his yeah, plan to like, work, she had to go to the DMV place to get the title for Titus's plan to work. So he just, exactly. he, he just wanted to kill Kane. That, that was it. He just. And it's like, he betrayed me, and,
1: and Kane admits to like betraying him. And I'm like, wait, when did that happen? Like, I really missed that part because it's like, you're taking me to Titus now, right? And he's like, no. But he doesn't say, no, I'm going to go help. Like, it it literally makes it seem like they're going to Stinger so that they can get off the planet because he can't do it by himself. So he needs help. It's not, he's taking her to Stinger so that they cannot take her to Titus. Like it never, that was never part of the plot. It never showed that if that was like Stinger was going to help get her to Titus,
0: if anything, you know, like that was, yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. What Stinger so I wanted f- because, because Titus promised Cain That if you bring me the girl, you and Stinger can go both get your wings and go back into the Legion because they had, they had wings. And they got taken away from them because of what King did. So Titus said, if you bring her to me, you and Stinger can go back in the Legion and get your wings. And so we all thought because his, his ship was basically like attacked and destroyed by aliens i'm like okay he's going to stinger because stinger has a way off the planet for them to get her to titus and then she gets kidnapped by the sister like you're right there was no betrayal all of a sudden titus is mad at him
1: and he admits to like he betrayed him but he did it <laughs> anyway so then um okay so she gets so him and her get kidnapped by Titus, and um, she is very angry. And she's she was given when she got the title to um, the Earth and everything. She was given like handbooks and all of the laws and intergalactic information that she needed. And so she like spouts it off to Titus, like you can't hurt me legally, you know this and this and this. I'm safe, and he's like, okay, well that's fine. I don't want to hurt you. I just I'll take you home. <clears throat> And so it was like set a course for Earth and while we're on our way, um, let's have dinner. And she's like, okay, fine. So then she goes and she changes into this really sexy leather black outfit and her hair is all done and her makeup's all done. And she walks into dinner with him. And then and only then does she ask, where's Kane? Like, (laughs) what did you do to him? And it's like, you know, for being in love with someone, you were really not that concerned since you agreed to go, like you agreed to dinner, you got ready for dinner and you went to dinner all before you actually
0: came up with, what did you do with Kane? Where is he? Sorry, (laughs) I have a note that happened to me before this. Sorry, I forgot it happened before this. The DMV place where she goes, goes and gets her title. So it's it kind of reminds me a bit of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and, like, its bureaucracy and, like, this, like, a long, drawn-out scene of all the steps you have to go through to get it. I didn't mind the scene, but it felt very out of place with the rest of the movie. Because it's entertaining. But, yes! It was the only entertaining scene in the whole movie. <laughs>
1: like, it was funny. It wasn't... Yeah, it had a very different feel. And I feel if they had kept that feel throughout the whole movie, like The Fifth Element, if you've ever seen that movie. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. Um, that movie has a ton of action, but even in, like, the serious moments, even in the action moments, it keeps a level of funny, a level of entertainment throughout the whole movie. That's the feel of the movie. It And then, like, all of a sudden, that was gone, and it went back to being melodramatic action movie. <laughs> Which, I mean let's be honest, I am all for a melodramatic action movie. It just was kind of jarring that that scene was in the middle of this movie because what it did was it made you realize the potential that this movie had. Like It could have been really funny, entertaining, out there movie with some dramatic scenes in it, but instead it was a melodramatic action movie. And then there was this one really funny, entertaining scene that we can all relate to because of all the bureaucracy and stuff and it shines a light on the fact that this movie was not lighthearted or f- entertaining in that the way that like a Bruce Willis action space movie was you know and it makes me sad because i love mila kunis as a comedic actress oh yeah like she's i i believe she's better when she's funny <laughs> you know and she wasn't funny in this movie
0: no and i and that makes me sad. I did want to say one of my notes I actually put very near the end was the acting in this movie was not bad. Everything else was bad, but the actors were not bad. They just didn't have a whole yeah. lot going for them in terms of plot or character development or anything like. And they have these great yeah. actors. They're... They have freaking. I'm sorry, I'm going to keep going on about Eddie Redmayne because I just he's fantastic. He really is, and. I mean, he they they all did the best they could with what they had, but they didn't have very much going for them. Yeah.
1: The romantic moments is my next. My note is literally romantic moments are painful. Yeah. <laughs> That's my next note of and and it it goes into it like the acting is fine. Yeah. Like I don't I don't think that chan, like there, there are a couple of times in movies where Channing Tatum's choices kind of make me question. Like, should he just be a rom-com boy? You know what I yeah. mean. Like, there are times when I feel that. Um, and then there's times where I like really miss Mila Kunis like being a comedic actress. You know, but other like, but they're they're not doing a bad job or anything. It's not horrible. It's just like you're putting these two characters in a situation and I can just see the actress of Mila Kunis being like, she's in love with this guy and she's trying to put herself out there and she's really bad at it. Like, that's where she's coming from. But everything up up in the movie until that point, why is she in love with him? Like, other than the fact that underneath the goat beard and the prosthetic ears, he's Channing Tatum, there is no other reason for her to be in love with him. You know, and so it just made it really, really awkward. And watching it a second time, I can see really if I look really, really deeply, (laughs) I could see like his feelings for her change throughout the movie. Like you can kind of see like little sparks flying of, of him. But for her, it literally is like she wakes up. From the very first attack, and is just like, okay, I guess I'm in love with this guy now. Like, <laughs> there's no explanation for it. And is she just, like, all of a sudden she's in love with him and she's noticing when he's acting different around her. And it's like, ugh. like if we were given this script, because this is a really interesting story, it's a whole new galaxy, it's a whole, like, different um, take on. You know, harvesting people and planets and the world and the universe is bigger than we all thought, and alien bureaucracy and uh, space cops. And, you know, like it's a cool concept. There's a lot of cool stuff happening. But the way the story was told was just so convoluted and it had so much in it that didn't need to be there. Like, edit people, edit your scripts, like, (laughs) just take some stuff out, mainstream some stuff. So that the story makes sense. So yeah, the the romantic scenes. There's another one after the DMV part. She's like, "I'm a royal now. Is there any part of you that wants to bite me?" Because you know he bit the other guy and ripped his throat out, and he's like, "No." Well, kind of, you know, like like flirting with her back, and it's just like, Ugh. but then you have to think of it as like. He's a splice, which is like, you know, the lowest of the lowest of the low, you know, like he is uh, a third class citizen, you know, he's not and she's like the queen of everything, you know, basically. And so he feels like, okay, she doesn't realize who she is. And when she does realize who she is, she's not going to want me. So I should just not want her kind of a thing. And then it goes into the whole. I don't know. It was. It was. They were just painful like to watch because she's like hitting on him so hard, like coming on to him and he's not responding in any way at all. And she's talking about like um, how her compass is broken. And he's like, well, if your compass is broken, then how do you know? Like, why do you think I'm the right guy? (laughs) And that's why you shouldn't use that line, Mm -hmm. ladies, because it's never a good thing. (laughs) No. Oh, they were so painful. You can't even like there was... Uh, how to fix it let's let's just talk about how to fix it okay yeah, yeah, i have a, co- <laughs> I
0: have a couple it? notes really quickly back to the dinner where she's at dinner with titus the guy where she like finally asks about where Kane. um titus oh, mentions okay. beauty and her beast which is you know reference of beauty and the beast do they follow earth media apparently <laughs> like-
1: because i thought that too because i was like they say a couple of things that are randomly like a beauty and her beast. Yeah. Like things like that, that are just kind of like writing one-on-one is that you can't use things that are so cliche or typical to our normal because in a different world, it wouldn't be normal. And I feel like beauty and the beast, like, is it like saying beauty and the beast isn't a thing like saying, you know, a beautiful girl and her pet or something like things like that would be the same feeling, but saying beauty and the beast, like that's not a typical saying, you know, like that is literally from beauty and the beast, which is a uh, French folklore tale. And now a Disney movie,
0: (laughs) you know, like, it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Okay. I think let's see, blah, blah, blah that were all my notes for what was about, so yeah, let's talk about how we would fix it, because as you said, the story, the story, if you just strip all that away, the premise is good. It's a fun, entertaining, or it could be a fun, entertaining, awesome look at what if, you know, this were how the universe worked. And I keep thinking back to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, because it did remind me, at least that bureaucracy scene reminded me of hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy which I think is a fun movie I don't have you seen it Tay? I can't remember I have not seen it okay well we should watch it because I think you'd like it that bureaucracy scene is a good look into what it's like but it's a it's a take it's a new take on the universe and it also has planets as a business but not not in like the dark way that it is in this movie but it's really it's really fun, but it also has serious moments. It has Martin Freeman and Zoe Deschanel in it. So and Alan Rickman. So you know it's good. <laughs> good acting yes. at the very least, but also good stories. It is based off a book, so they did have source material. But it, like it opened this whole new world of like what if the universe worked this way instead and it was funny. It had heartfelt moments. It also um had serious romantic moments. It actually took time to build connections between people and develop character. And when I hear this story, it could be a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy or or fifth element, fifth element and the and that are in I'd say the same grain of looking at it, or it could be like this melodramatic action movie, um, but you know, done well. The thing is, if it were more in the grain of Fifth Element or Hitchhiker's Guide, I would cast probably the same. But if it were a melodramatic action movie, I don't know if I would have kept the main characters the same. Kane and um, Jupiter. Mm -hmm. Not because they're bad, but because I know they're so good at comedy. I would love to see them in this role where there was more comedy because I know they could balance it and I know they're good at it. But when I think melodramatic action... I don't I don't know maybe I could have maybe I would have cast the same because they did they did do a good job I'm not saying they didn't they don't come to mind
1: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I wish that this had done a real like I I really wish that this movie had been all that it could have been <laughs> yeah I feel like this movie, this movie had so many missed opportunities of just telling the story straight you know just Just telling the story of, you know, all these these three siblings are trying to gain something from Jupiter. This girl on Earth who had no idea that any of this existed before. And on her journey, she's accompanied by a splice who is a genetically altered human. And he is in all reality and the big world out there that she wasn't aware of before, he is just like the lowest of the low. And so he doesn't think he's worthy of her. And so he just kind of shuts off his feelings. And then she starts falling for him, even though now she sees the big, huge wide world and universe and everything that it is. And then they end up falling in love anyway. And Um, and then they win the big battle all at the end and and defeat the bad guys and stuff like that. Like, if it had come to a conclusion that actually finished off the story, you know, uh, cut all the strings, you know, got everything satisfactorily ending and made sense, it would have been a really cool movie, and it would have been worth the giant budget that it had, and it would have been worth, you know, putting these amazing actors all together and it would have been worth all of the ridiculous amounts of CGI that it, it took to make this movie. It just, I, I don't know if it was the straight up writing of it or if it was the directing of it. I, I want, I just, I want to say the writing of it, honestly, (laughs) like I do. And, and I'm sad because these are also the writers that, um, did speed racer which i love that movie oh my god yeah. and yeah so it's like i don't think that they're just straight up bad writers obviously they're talented and they can do really good work i just feel like they needed to edit so much out of this to make it a cohesive story and maybe it was that way when they went into like went into production and then it just kind of got convoluted throughout the filming process maybe i don't know <laughs> But there was so much that could have been taken out of this to make it a simple story that, like, there was just so many missed opportunities with this really cool premise, these really awesome actors and a
0: huge budget. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, I just wish it was better. Yeah, it could have. It had the potential to be this enormous what Fifth Element was to people because. Like a cult classic. Yes, that's what I was looking for. A cult classic. And I saw the potential for that. And it hurts that it wasn't fulfilled. I just... uh, (laughs) It makes me feel sad. And you know what makes me even more sad is the fact because it tanked and bombed so bad, it's going to be less likely for movies like that to be made in the future because people are going to look at it and be like, well, people don't want to see that type of movie. We want that type of movie. We just want it done well. Right.
1: Right. Like Fifth Element. (laughs) And I'm sure there's a dozen other like awesome sci-fi movies out there that are done well. And I'm just not thinking of them because Fifth Element is just one of my favorite sci-fi movies. And it's what got me started liking sci-fi and liking fantasy movies and liking action movies (laughs) and liking Moose Willis. And I mean, and that movie has its problems and it's a little dirtier than I wish. Like I didn't realize it when I was younger because those kind of went over my head. But (laughs) Yeah, watching it as an adult is a different experience. Yeah, for sure (laughs) yeah that's it's pg-13 treated as a pg-13 movie (laughs) like don't if you're not 13 don't watch it I obviously did because I watched it when I was little and I loved it so much and it inspired so many random stories for me and uh and and my love of sci-fi and got me into reading sci-fi books and watching sci-fi movies and so for me that's my expectation is that it's going to be funny lighthearted that the action's going to be you know that that cheesy action adventure that we all know and love <laughs> you know from a bruce willis movie and this just had that potential and it just it died <laughs> you know it like shriveled up and died um, so things that i so the next one is the wedding so this is the second time that she gets cap uh, that she gets rescued by third time this is the third time she gets rescued by him. Um, and she's about to get married to the one brother, which she's his mother. It's weird. Thank but you. It... <laughs> He's like, you remind me so much. I was very close with my mother. And so I have a question for you. Will you marry me? Like, you.
0: Yeah, that wasn't. That, that, was that we had bestiality. And now we're having incest. I just am not okay with the way that. This universe works in terms of how you like hit on a person. <laughs> yeah. and it's just weird. And he's like, it's
1: not romantic or anything. It's it's just contracts. It's just legal and and stuff like that. And she's obviously, I mean, like she's in a really pretty dress. That's weird. Her hair's all done up weird. And there's these sims, which it doesn't explain what sims are other than like I'm guessing the game sims. Like, they're just people that are computer-generated, I guess? I don't, it doesn't explain what that is. But then he can track it because Kane says, I'm getting a lot of, like, sim activity in this quadrant. She's got to be there. And, oh, my gosh, that scene. Okay, so first of all, I love the costumes in the wedding scene. All of them were yeah. really cool. Very cool. Whoever yes. did the costumes for this movie, like, they I applause. applaud you. They were very good. Um, so that scene so he does his vows and put like he puts his hand on this book and then it kind of tattoos a ring on his finger and then she's supposed to say her vows and she says like one phrase and then it shows kane who is now with the police he has forgiven stinger who betrayed him and uh, to titus and um he forgive he forgave stinger he got stinger set free from the police Turns out Stinger's daughter was sick and that's why and that led to a kind of funny moment where he's like, I had to do it. My daughter was sick and he's like, is, do you have any other family problems? No. Do you have any money problems? No. Okay, now I trust you. So they're attacking while the wedding is happening and we see this wall of of, of bad guy ships, right? So they have to break through this wall of bad guy ships And so she says one phrase of her wedding vows. We see him breaking through the wall of ships. She says one more uh, phrase of her wedding vows. We see him breaking through the ships again and fighting with, you know, like with Stinger and like, we got to do this and blowing up ships. And then she says another phrase of her wedding vows. And then we see him blowing up ships again and then another phrase and then another and it was just like oh my gosh just get there <laughs> like, and he and like I kept thinking like are there, are there multiple walls of these ships that he has to break through no yes. there's one wall he's breaking through over and over and I was just like oh I thought Uh-oh. it was multiple it's not I was watching because I was just <laughs>
0: like what is happening why is he not through this yet and oh, it's I just it was one cool. wall of ships why? Well, yeah, um, it fooled me because every time I looked up from you know writing stuff there where he was with more ships to break through also the longest wedding in history if every time she said a vow he managed to break through a wall because that took takes a while so she yeah. must have been like saying something and then taking five minutes minimum in between every sentence
1: yeah it was the longest everything and so finally finally she's like about to get her ring tattooed on and he breaks through and then she pulls her hand away from it and then titus grabs her hand and sticks it on the book Cain comes and he's like he was planning on killing you like it did the ring take and she was like no and we see that even though he was holding her hand over the book and it only took his ring like two seconds to tattoo hers did not tattoo and it fades away and he's like he was wanting to marry you and then kill you he told me right before he shoved me out the airlock. Can I kill him? And she just looks at him and is just like, I just want to go home. And you're just like, and then we never see Titus again. Nope. So that was that was so that was the most frustrating thing because it's like, okay, you want to build up the dramatic, but they should have had like the cutting back and forth to him and her, like while she was flying towards the priest and um like, cause she steps on this cool platform that hovers her over to where she's going to get married. Like it should have cut through that scene. It shouldn't have cut through her saying one phrase, him fighting a wall of bad guys, another phrase like ugh. the, that I blame the editors for that because that was ridiculous like, they should have had the cutting back and forth thing to build up the drama, and the, is he going to make it on time? Like, they should have had that going throughout the entire wedding, not just at the very last
0: second. Or pulled a the princess out ride and second. had the wedding stick, well, kind of stick, and then, then come in and her. Yeah, like,
1: anything would have been better than what they did. Like, honestly, it was just so ridiculous.
0: Yeah, so that was, that was my take on the wedding. Um, I had the same basic notes, um, which was, I loved her outfit. And I really liked her makeup, especially. I don't know why, but I, I really enjoyed her makeup. And I, why did they just not turn Titus over to the police for like conspiracy to murder or something? Or something like any sort of consequences? yeah he just gets to keep being him which' is cool, I guess, so that's great. Yeah. It was just it's just that like that's the reaction to that like oh that. that I guess that that's cool, I guess maybe, Man. yeah yeah,
1: the same reaction to the sister of like, oh, I guess nothing's gonna happen now, never mind <laughs> like never mind, I kind of just wish that it was. Um Eddie Redmayne was just the bad guy and he was the only thing <laughs> you know like none of the other <laughs> <happened>. <laughs> like none of the other stuff matters uh but anyway so yeah that was so then they go back home she lets uh Kane know that um him and Stinger are reinstated they get their wings back because she's you know super queen. queen now yeah so she can do that <laughs> so she and she goes back home and she doesn't want to talk to him and he's actually trying to talk to her because he's actually very concerned about her because at this point he kind of realizes that he's a little bit fallen for her and that's why he goes and saves her from the wedding um well that and she was going to die but like he's 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 at this point switched over to okay I actually really like her now but now she's angry at the universe for being the way that it is. And she's just tired and just like, okay, I almost married this person to try and stop this, but it wasn't going to stop it. He was just going to kill me. So now I'm just going to go home and scrub toilets and pretend like it didn't happen. And he's, she's like, I don't want to talk. I just want to go home. (laughs) It's like, you finally have a moment to like, give them something romantic to hang on to. And it, Just goes away. Uh, So then they go home. They find out that the lizard people have kidnapped her family. And. um, She says that she'll sign. The uh, title of the earth over. To the bad guy. To save her family. They fly her. To Jupiter
0: where. um, The. What's his name? Balaam? Balaam or Balaam. I can't remember how it's pronounced Because the dialogue so, was too quiet, but the subtitle yeah. said B-A-L-E-M.
1: We'll say Balaam just for our, if it's wrong, sorry guys, we don't care that much. Um, so Balaam is in Jupiter and you have to get through, they have to open a gate over where the big storm is. That's on, that's famous on Jupiter, the big spot. So they have to open a portal there to get past all of the gasses in order to get to where he lives. And Kane is on a ship with the police following her and the kidnapped, the people that kidnapped her family, they obviously go through the portal really fast and the police are stuck and can't get through. And so she goes down there, she finds out like her fam- where her family is being kept under uh, balum's floor and he threatens to kill them like 500 times and she goes to put her wrist down to sign the contract to sign the earth over to balum at that point we go back up to the spaceship where kane is stinger gives him a motivational speech about how he's finally found a family And how he really wants to stay with that family through the army, but none of that means anything because the love of his life is down there on that planet and he needs to go down there and save her. And so he hops on a ship by himself and, like, in a little ship and goes through the gas, not waiting for a portal. His ship's getting torn to pieces and then he rams into the buildings and everything catches on fire because he broke whatever they had that was keeping the planet from uh, becoming on fire. I think that's what happens, is he's the reason that the buildings start blowing up. Anyway, he goes in there, and he immediately goes for her family. So he's actually saving her family from the lizard guys. She sees it, and then she's like, no, I'll never give you the earth. Okay, but it's just like, she had her arm ready over the thing, right? And then we have this big, long scene of him up in the spaceship. Like, once again, just cut it differently. Just edit it differently. Because how long was she standing there with her arm over it? Not actually giving him permission. Just standing there. Like, an entire scene worth of material happened while she was standing there with her arm over it. Like, really? How long was she standing there?
0: Hours just hour.
1: <laughs> and he doesn't care like time means nothing to him he's he's got the harvested people so like he just lets her stand there for years i don't know like <laughs> i was like i was watching it and i was like wait what happened with her like is she did she sign it but and then as soon as we we see him again and he's like saving her family and stuff she's still in the exact same position that we saw her in 10 minutes ago when the when his scene started
0: also i want to point out one of the times when he gets you know almost dies he gets pushed out of an airlock uh-huh. he holds his breath and does not die in space i am not an expert is that how space works like you just hold your breath and you don't die from like the lack of oxygen or the pressure or anything trade in different movies differently most people think you'll freeze yeah that's what i thought really- you start freezing that's how most movies portray it yeah like seven seconds or something before you freeze yeah something like that yeah um
1: I think that I don't know exactly obviously I haven't been in space but as far as like what so maybe I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna say it's because he was part he was spliced and his DNA was all messed up and he was bred to be a soldier in space so they probably gave him some like anti-freezing genetic (laughs) stuff that's that's what i'm going with
0: (laughs) go for it because we don't have any
1: or you know if you ever get blasted into space just hold your breath for like 30 seconds while you put on a suit and you'll be fine
0: no big deal that was that was (laughs) the message they they put a suit out there for him well, he kicked
1: the suit, and a bunch of them, like,
0: flew out oh, with him. That's right. But yeah, so that was just one mess. He he survives a lot of situations that I, I felt like he shouldn't have, but...
1: That's neither here nor there. Well, because they do, like, spray down his um, his cut with, like, just some bug spray, and it heals him, so... Maybe that's part of the, like, um, technology. Like, humans don't have the same technology kind of a thing. Or earthlings don't have... I don't remember what they call them, Tarsis or something. Yeah,
0: something like that. Yet another phrase that's not really relevant, so... Yeah. (laughs) I'm still done with this movie. I can't... (laughs) My brain... We're to the final battle. (laughs) My brain trying to keep up with... Cut through all the nonsense to get to, like, the main part. It it just... Can't anymore.
1: Well, we are to the final battle. The cool. buildings start blowing up. Her family is safe. And she... And then the building that her and Balam are in starts blowing up. And... They fall in this big, huge pit hole thing. He st- catches something and stops himself and swings to one side of this hole. She catches something and swings to the other side of this hole. And then she spends a good 45 minutes, it felt like, running around, falling on things, like just going every which way, trying to escape the fire that is, you know, encircling her and the lava and all of the metal that's flying everywhere because everything's exploding and then she meets up with Balum and they have a fight and duke it out and he tells her that um his like cuz we know that he murdered his mother and he says you know you said you hated your life and you begged me to kill you you begged me to end it and and then she hits him and she's like I'm not your mother and whole big thing so then He falls off and, you know, actually dies, actually has some consequences for his evilness. He dies. And then she falls, of course, and uh, Cain catches her, which we have very well established that he can do. And what was the point of her running around, like, for hours? Like, (sighs) She was right across from him. They could have had the fight. It would have been done. Instead, she's running around every which way to get into the exact same position she was in before. So much wasted time (sighs) with that. Like, if she had beat him first and then done a bunch of the running around, I wouldn't have had so much of a problem with it. But that was just a long, like, that was just too long. It was just another
0: action sequence that was too long. And I so then like, it ends, everything. I feel like the editors looked at all these action sequences and were like, all the actors and stunt people work so hard on these, it'd be a shame to cut anything that they did. And so they just put everything in. That is what extended editions are for.
1: <laughs> like, it should not be in a theatrical release, it should be in an extended edition that people pay extra for. And Otherwise, it. just cut it out. Yeah.
0: Lord of the Rings did it just fine.
1: And then I have questions from the end of the movie that they never answer. Like, so are the sister and Titus just still harvesting planets? Yep. But the Earth is safe. So that's all we care about is that the Earth is safe. Yeah. And do they all, like, reoccur? Because she's a reoccurrence. Yeah. Like, so is Balam going to reoccur somewhere? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> and our, like, is his stuff still his? Like, nothing, nothing in the overarching story gets settled. The only thing that gets settled is her story of she hates her life, but now she's really grateful for her life and her family.
0: Which I thought was a little weird that she wouldn't at least get something, like, a little like another place maybe for her and her mom and her aunt to live or like, I'm not saying she had to go and like live lavishly and like forget her life and all this stuff. I'm glad she's grateful for her life and that she's now happy cleaning houses and all this stuff. I just, I was a little like, you're not going to try and get your mom and aunt like a nice place after all their years in the, like her mom was a mathematics Mathematics, excuse me, mathematics, dear heavens, was a mathematics <laughs> professor at a university. And now she's cleaning houses, which there's no shame. There's nothing wrong with cleaning houses, but she is used to doing other work and that the other workers are love. And just,
1: yeah.
0: I just find that the, the
1: reason why. Yeah, like, the reason why is because they're illegal aliens, and they're in the country illegally. Yeah. But that. What's, but that never gets fixed. That never, that you know, like, they're still all illegal aliens, and it's like, you own the freaking Earth, like, and you went through that whole bureaucracy of, you know, that other place, like, like, figure it out here, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that, Do something. Yeah. I, you know, or, yeah, it really bothered me that nothing changed and it was like well i'm really glad that she loves her life now and she recognizes how hating her life can really affect her life you know like she's a reoccurrence of a queen who had her son murder her because she hated her life you know and so she's like i'm gonna be grateful for my life and now i have a boyfriend so everything's fine and it was just very like okay but what about the giant overarching sci-fi plot like (laughs) <laughs> you know, like you got you did nothing to satisfy that ending like yes Balaam died Balaam whatever he died but Titus is still there the sister is still there we don't know where any of their assets are we don't know if people can if we can stop like harvesting people and if she can put a stop to any of that if she can help anybody she's a queen you know of the galaxy <laughs> or of the universe like she has all of these resources
0: and nothing it kind of, nothing comes with it. Uh, yeah, I kind of wish maybe she had stayed in space, maybe brought her family with her and actually at the end they showed her trying to trying to make some changes, you know okay, like, hey, maybe let's not yeah. kill thousands and or millions of people for our own selfish purposes or- and reasons.
1: Yeah, and even if she had it had like a line or something because she's like, he's because he asked her, are you going to tell them? Are you going to tell your family that you own the earth? Kind of. And she's like, well, that I." she's like, am I going to tell them that I own the earth? I don't know if they can handle it and I don't know that they'll understand. I don't know that I understand it, but whatever. You know, and it's just like, she could have at that moment been like, I am going to find a way to stop people from harvesting planets I'm going you know like I'm going to do everything I can you're like just sort of a call to action so that we know that she's working on it that would have been more satisfying just anything like that of like hey now you are part of the legion which is you know the army of them and I'm the queen we can actually make a difference maybe we can you know it's going to be a long fight and it's going to be a hard time, but we can do this together. Some some random <laughs> just throwaway line and like we can stop Titus and whatever the girl's name is like we can, you know, change this. We can actually make a difference. Something along those lines, something that gave any sort of finality to, Hey, yeah, we're going to end the story here, but just know that, you know, what's going to happen once the credits roll is that she's going to be working on this and the two of them together are going to be fixing everything that's wrong in the universe. But instead, it's just like, no, we're gonna fly around on our hover boots. And that's all (laughs) That's the end, you know, like, it was Yeah, it was not a satisfying ending at all. And I feel like it would have been really easy to fix this movie and it's painful that they didn't. All they had to do was cut down a lot of the crap at the beginning, cut down the fight scenes and take that time to actually give Cain and Jupiter some screen time that had them together bonding and actually creating a relationship and, cut down on all, so much of the terminology that w- any terminology that was not important can just be taken out. And all of the subplots can just be cleaned up and all of the extra characters can be like streamlined. And if they really need to keep the sister and Titus in there, give them a reason as to why they are in there and then end it in a way that answers questions or at least... like. We don't have all the answers now, but we're going after them, you know, so that it kind of leaves it open for a sequel. But at the same time, you're satisfied. You know that these heroes that you're supposedly rooting for are actually doing something to save all of the planets throughout the galaxy, not just the
0: Earth, you know? Yeah, because you did
1: mention there's humans
0: throughout the whole galaxy. So it's not like, even if they weren't, it's still people's lives being harvested, whether they're human or other species. And she's just like, nah, because I'm I'm also sure that the mom owned other planets because of how powerful she was and being the queen and all. She's not even going to, like, care about
1: them. No idea. Like, it doesn't explain because what her title is, what it entitles her to, other than she left the Earth. And they know that the Earth is really an expensive planet, you know, like it's a really big, you know, company or harvest or whatever you know like it's a very big farm and so it's a priceless and it'll it's the difference between one sibling being richer than another sibling and so it's like hey, you've got this big resource here but what else do you have (laughs) what else is what else what other uh powers do you have what other authority do you have you know anything like that so yeah, any sort of explanation would have done wonders. And they would have had time for that type of stuff had they cut down the action scenes and a lot of the weird scenes that did not help the plot. <laughs> like the so I always liked dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like if if they had made that scene funny, yep. it would have flo it would have gone a lot farther as to not making the audience like cringe you know I feel like if they had made her like trying to come on to him and being goofy and dumb about it and she's clearly really bad at it it would have been better I still think they would have had to have had actual relationship uh shown on screen before that in order for any type of speech like that to be even slightly okay but yeah yeah Character relationships,
0: guys. Character relationships. It is a thing. Okay, so watch if you dare. My brain kind of exploded or imploded. It just, it's gone completely after watching that movie. So watch if you dare. Um, but that, those are our thoughts on Jupiter ascending. That is one of the biggest cases so far, I think, of having potential just completely wasted because it had the potential to be a freaking awesome movie. And it was no. So I'm done. I will never talk about, think about, do anything about this movie ever again (laughs) because I'm just done. I love all the actors in it. They did a great job. I keep the cast the same. Yeah. That's that's my those are my ending thoughts on it. Yeah, my ending thoughts are just
1: if you have a really cool premise don't rush it to where it's ridiculous. I don't. I, I like. I don't know what the excuse is for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, who looked at this and thought, "Oh, that makes perfect sense," and I totally love the characters. Like, this is a good thing. Yes. Print. Go. Get it in theater. Like, who, who watched this and thought that? So I just. Yeah, I think if you are going to watch it, you have to watch it twice for it to make sense. And if you can't handle watching it twice, then don't bother watching it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it is one of those movies where such a cool premise, good budget, good actors, lots of talent went into it, and it had a lot of missed opportunities to be a great movie by simply simplifying or not simplifying yeah characters and plots that didn't do anything and didn't actually move the main plot forward and then oh like under simplifying like simplifying uh, and not simplifying that's what I'm trying to say and don't simplify the relationships between the characters so yep that is our take on Jupiter ascending we will see you guys or we will be here next week. I don't know why I said mm-hmm. see you guys because we don't see you, no. but <laughs> be here next N- till next time. I guess. Yeah, be here next week. That's what I'm trying to say. There we go. Be here next week when we do another movie that we haven't decided on. If you have any movies or suggestions for us, let us know either on our Facebook page in a comment on our uh, Instagram. I forgot what Instagram was called for a second there. <laughs> um, on our Instagram and on our Twitter, uh, just yeah, your little sister's productions. Let us know anything you want to, us to do on this podcast. We don't watch rated R or horror movies, and we reserve the right to just straight up <laughs> say no. But <laughs> we will definitely respond, and we will definitely consider anything that you guys um, suggest to yes. us. So thank you very much. I'm, I'm Laura. Bye. Bye.